Welcome to Roadmap to One Million. My name is Stacey Zeal, and if you're looking to make more money, gain your time back, and rapidly grow your visibility so that you can impact way more people with your brilliance, you're in the right place. This podcast is your one-stop shop for turning your online business dreams into a reality. My main goal is to give women entrepreneurs just like you the marketing strategies, guidance, and expert insights you need to hit that million-dollar milestone and beyond. Whether you're a coach, a consultant, or an online brand that wants to make a big impact, Roadmap to One Million gives you the actionable strategies and inspiration you need so that you can implement right away, no fluff, no fuss. So CEO, are you ready to buckle up and accelerate your growth? Be sure to follow the show and let's dive in. Get ready to uncover your Roadmap to One Million. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Roadmap to One Million podcast. My name is Stacey, and I am super excited for y'all to be here because today we are spotlighting another founder. And y'all know that I love to be able to bring on founders who create amazing tools or amazing ways for us to really kind of, as business owners, to find ways to improve our workflow, spend a lot less time on marketing, finding ways to gain our time back. And today I have um, Waro, who is the uh, founder of the co-founder of Pod Squeeze. And so Pod Squeeze, I use Pod Squeeze. Let me tell y'all, I use Pod Squeeze every week to uh, get this podcast out. This episode is going to be run through Pod Squeeze as soon as we finish. Um, and so I love the tool. And I know that a lot of y'all out there are either podcasters or considering starting podcasts. So um, wanted to make sure that I talk to y'all about some different tools and different things that I use to help streamline my process. So Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? Thank you, Stacey, for your invitation. I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Awesome. Happy to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here. So um, let's talk a little bit about your journey uh, before mm -hmm. we started Pod Squeeze. And I know that from reading your bio and everything like that, you are a serial entrepreneur. And I think that a lot of people on the show can uh, that listen to the show can relate to that, either having different businesses that they run currently or starting different businesses throughout their journey. So tell us a little bit about your background and your journey uh, before you created Pod Squeeze. Yeah, I think most entrepreneurs, they figure out they are really entrepreneurs very early because they always have that drive to create side projects. Um, so since I was a kid, I always looked for new projects, whether it was to sell like trading cards to my friends in, in, in school, um, to building stuff. I like DIY stuff, building rest doing restorations, uh, stuff like that. But my first serious business was in college. I, I'm, I actually took the, the course of um, landscape architect, uh, architecture. So when I was in college, I, I created my first more serious business, which was like some um, a type of planters that you hang on the wall and you can create like these vertical gardens for herbs. You can have them on your balcony um, where people don't have too much space. They could still grow their herbs. So that was my first business. It was a retail business. I created the products and I, I sold them to stores. Then um, my second serious business after that one, that one was like, it never really took off. It was great to make some extra money, but it was just like a, an extra money business. It wasn't really, it didn't really pay a salary, but I was like 17 or, or 18 years old. I don't remember exactly. Um, then my second serious business was Donny Doe, which was like um, a food truck. Uh, where we sold, we actually introduced cookie dough in Portugal, in Lisbon. 
Uh, cookie dough is a very American thing. It, it is not very well known to Portuguese people. So we had to, to do all the marketing and communication and introduce cookie dough to, to the Portuguese people. We started with a food truck and then eventually we, we built a, a physical store uh, here in the heart of Lisbon. Um, then uh, it, it, we, 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 I started this business with a partner. We were able to create this business with only like 20,000 euros. So divided by two. Um, we, we did, uh, because I'm a DIY man, I, I created all the inside the, sh the shop, uh, the counter, everything, well, all the decoration and renovation. So we were, we managed to, to keep it very cheaply. Um, so yeah, unfortunately COVID came and the business failed again. So, but on the side, I always worked as a, as a freelance designer. So I always kept that, that side, that, that side business. And my third serious business was Pod Squeeze, which I started like five months ago with a partner as well. Um, and and this was the first business that really took off. At this moment, we have, I think, um, around 4,000 users, uh, from which uh, around five 500 are paying users. So in about uh, five months, we were able to achieve um 12 12000 uh kmrr uh, which was very surprising to us and yeah right now we are rediscovering entrepreneurship because with a successful business comes all the administrative and and uh, the, all the management that a, a more serious business requires yeah we are on that phase right now yeah I love that. Um, I always love hearing the, uh, kind of the entrepreneurial journey because I find that we're always pivoting. We're always trying new things. We always yeah, have these different absolutely. ideas and really kind of like the the way that our life kind of moves, it, it shifts and changes. Mm -hmm. Our businesses shift and changes with our life. So I love that. So tell us about Pod Squeeze. So what is Pod Squeeze? And tell us a little bit about why you um, created or how, how it really kind of came about. Yeah, so um, before before creating Pot Squeeze, I partnered with his with with his um with his friend, and we at this point we had already uh, acquired a lot of experience building products and and some experience in entrepreneurship, and we thought to ourselves, okay, so what is going to be our strategy? We need to create one product every two weeks, and we have to test it. Uh, very fast, build it fast, ship it fast, see if it sticks. If it doesn't, we kill it and we move on. So um, we brainstormed, okay, what are we going to create first? The first the first uh, project we created was like a, an indie, we called Indie Lottery, uh, which was a, a website where indie makers like ourselves could submit their products and every day the indie lottery would pick one project and send to everyone who was uh who who, subs who, uh, who, who subscribed or, or, mm -hmm. uh, who created their product there um so it was like a, a lottery for people to advertise to everyone so the 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 website didn't really it it kind of we 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 achieved like uh, 200 users but uh, we stagnated there. And so 
we decided to kill it. We moved on. So we did another brainstorm. Okay, what's going to be our our next bet? So my my colleague is a podcaster. Um, there was this new AI wave, and we were thinking, okay, we must that we must create a product to integrate GPT in it. Use this new technology. So we we were. Uh, brainstorming we thought about content repurposing since it was a podcast okay let's apply content repurposing to podcasting so we thought well with gpt we can actually achieve something like pod squeeze let's try it in about two weeks we created an mvp like a minimum viable product we test it and and suddenly um that 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 quick success happened which was very surprising to us so we posted it we created the MVP, we posted it on Reddit, uh, we posted in some groups, and suddenly we uh, started to get very positive feedback very quickly. And this was like a, a means that we, we could be on something. Um, so we started to took off, the first stage started to appear very fast, and and that's basically how Quiz was born. Yeah. I love that. I love that you mentioned, um, one, you put out the minimum viable product because sometimes as entrepreneurs, we're like, I need to make it perfect. I need to keep going, you know, keep keep it uh, in the background, not telling anybody about it until I feel like it's perfect. But with Pot yeah. Squeeze, y'all were just like, let's create something. Let's get it out there. Let's get some feedback and let's move pretty quickly. So I love that. And I find that yeah. um, tech founders kind of approach things that way where they're like, I need to be able to like, you know, uh, uh, validate this idea before mm -hmm. I put all of this effort into it. And then sometimes our online service providers are like, well, I need to make sure it's perfect <laughs> before I put it out there. Are you a CEO with an amazing one-to-many offer who's tired of creating endless amounts of content that is not helping you hit your high revenue goals? Well, look no further than Maximize with Ads. Maximize with Ads is designed to help you exponentially increase your sales, rapidly grow your visibility, and gain your time back by leveraging the power of Facebook and Instagram ads. From developing a, a scalable Facebook ad strategy, to setting up your tech, to targeting the right audiences, and creating irresistible ads, we've got you covered. Plus, our private support community is always available to answer your questions and provide personalized feedback. If you're ready to stop spending all your valuable CEO time creating endless amounts of content and start executing a leveraged strategy that allows you to travel the world, pay for private school, or start living the life you started your business to live in the first place, then head over to MaximizeWithAds.com to enroll. Visit MaximizeWithAds.com to learn more and get started today. All right, let's jump back into the episode. So tell us about... Um, how pod squeeze works or how does pod squeeze actually help podcasters what are some things that um it does for for us podcasters yeah we might pod squeeze to be very simple to use um it is basically it's a very it's a simple interface where you can simply upload your podcast episode and you hit the button generate content and basically you are redirected to a page where you get show notes timestamps newsletters uh, Facebook, LinkedIn posts, uh, quotes, <clears throat> bullet points. Uh, so all the assets that generally podcasters need for their podcast promotion. So we do this all automatically with AI. We basically process your podcast audio. We transcribe it. And from the transcription, 
uh, we run the transcription to to through a series of prompts and we are able to to create all these sorts of of assets yeah so we we created podquiz for both podcasters and and for agencies so some agencies that also manage podcasts they they find podquiz very useful because they can uh, organize all the podcasts they are managing they can save instructions ai instructions prompts basically to tune each content and save it for each podcast they are managing so they can have an instruction to tune a podcast for a certain tone and another podcast for another tone and everything gets so very stream streamlined very very easily yeah. yeah yeah and let me um, let me tell y'all i rarely ever respond to cold emails but that's how mm -hmm. i discovered pod squeeze i was literally just checking my email and every time I get a cold email I'm like uh what <laughs> like what do yeah. you want um but then when I read the email and it was just like okay well you know you can get your show notes created and all of these different assets created for you that got my wheels turning because as a like I've had this is my second podcast that I've had I have a, another podcast called high on self-care that was all about like cannabis and, and wellness and that kind of thing and I've had the same assistant for a couple of years and her and I have been working on the podcast now that at this point, mm -hmm. now we had had our process down. Like we have, you know, standard operating procedures of how we get the podcast out. And then, so I get this email um, from pod squeeze and I'm like, I send it to my assistant. I say, Hey, let's try this out. Um, you know, see if this, you know, if this tool actually works, it says we could try it for free. So let's try it out. And honestly, it really helps to improve our workflow. And because how my assistant and I use it is that she is the one. So I record the podcast and we have our whole process for how I record it and get it over to her. Um, she takes it. She runs it through Pod Squeeze. She creates the show notes. Um, and so she then sends me a shell of some show notes. So she'd take it out of Pod Squeeze, kind of, you know, tune it up a little bit. I know she puts some prompts and stuff in there to kind of, you know, refine it and get it to on our brand. Mm -hmm. But then she sends that to me. And so my job as the CEO and the podcaster had gotten so much lighter because she's already giving me a starting point, right? Like, so she has a starting point. Yeah. She's able to give that to me. I'm able to kind of go in and maybe I tweak, you know, a couple sentences here or there. Um, and mm -hmm. then I send it back to her and I say, all right, these show notes are ready to go. And then from the show notes, what we do is we'll take the show notes and we'll also kind of, I mean, we've already, they, Pod Squeeze gives us the show notes, but then we'll go into Pod Squeeze and say, okay, let's get some tweets. Let's get some, you know, social media posts. And that's one of the things I love about AI is that it gives you a starting point because sometimes it gets a little, mm -hmm. like when you just are staring at a blank page, you're just like, where do I start? What do I say? Um, you exactly, know, like, yeah. how does, how does this work? Um, but that's one of the things I love about the tool is that really it ha it has helped to improve the workflow between us, between myself and my assistant, because she's able to really kind of, you know, instead of starting from scratch, because before what we had was a, just a template for show notes. I was like, okay, let's have an introduction paragraph where we talk a little bit about the episode. Let's have some bullet points. So we had really just a shell of, of um, show notes in our Google Doc. And that was working fine, you know, mm -hmm. until we discovered Pod Squeeze and realized, okay, well, we can actually just upload the episode straight into the system and it'll kick us out show notes so that both of us have a starting point. So she's not starting from just a Google Doc with some, with some guidance. Um, and then I get a, a fully developed show note. So that way I just go in, make a couple tweaks and then just send it back to her. And it's like, okay, now you're good to go. So that's one of the things I love about the, about the tool. And I think as pod, pod, podcasters, one of the biggest challenges that we have is our time, is how much time it takes to get a podcast out. Like today for me, as I'm recording this, 
Today is podcast day for me. So I'm going to be recording four more episodes after we finish this episode. And yeah. so like the recording piece of it, you know, that takes time outlining, recording, all that kind of stuff. But then there is this post-production that does actually take time, especially if you want your podcast to be discovered by search engines, which is mm-hmm. the, main, yeah. the main thing we use our show notes for. It's like blog posts and things like that to be able to, you know, get picked up by Google and all those kinds of things. So I love, love, love um, pod squeeze. And so what do you think about, you know, AI in general for podcasters? Where do you kind of see... Um, AI fitting in with podcasters and and helping us to really kind of um, grow our shows and make a big impact because that's a lot of times when we start podcasts right we have something to say so we really want to be able to get it out there and have these have people listen to it but where do you see um, AI in general um, impacting the 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 podcasting space? Yeah, well, I'm not a, I'm not a podcaster, but I am a designer. Uh, my my co-founder is the podcaster. So he could probably answer that question better than me. Um, but what I can tell you is, as a designer, uh, AI has been changing a lot the way I, I work. So I, I imagine that would be the same for podcasters. Uh, with the new generative AI, uh, there are a lot of like, illustrations that I don't need to do anymore. Or I do like, as you as you describe, pod squeeze, for example, I generate an image and then I just go to Photoshop and I just tweak it a little bit and it's very close to a final product. So it helps me a lot streamline my workflow. And I would imagine that AI is going to basically take off the DSL from podcasters' shoulders. What I can tell you is from um so I am I am I'm work as a UX UI designer for Pod Squeeze. So part of my work in PodSqueeze is listen to the podcaster's feedback and try to uh, prioritize that feedback and see what we should implement next in PodSqueeze. And one of the most requested features, so we have been collecting feedback from day one and we have been implementing all these things. For example, um, that workflow you are describing with your colleague, um, that was something that podcasters... uh, ask this for for a system where you could share easily the results with their colleagues so they could uh, collaborate. So we we introduced that shareable link on the results page where you can simply share the results with your colleague. Um, But another thing thing that podcasters have been asking us uh, is video clips. So, so far we have been creating written assets, show notes, timestamps, all that stuff. Um, the next phase for Pod Squeeze is probably to also generate with AI uh, video clips, uh, images for social media. So it's going to be the media phase and we are already working on it. So ultimately, and as, uh, as AI smartness increases, um, and I think probably podcasters won't need to worry too much on creating like everything thing that they need for their marketing we are going to be able to produce images videos show notes all those kinds of tests for posts and all that stuff so i think that's that is going to be the the way at least for pod squeeze that what's pod squeeze going to provide yeah i love that my ears perked up when you said videos and images because i'm like that is definitely the next iteration that i can see of what will be helpful for myself and my team because that's the other thing that we do mm-hmm. is when we're creating social media posts you know, I'm creating reels. I am, you know, or I'll like, I'll take usually how I, how I work is that I write the caption first and then I'll figure out like, okay, what is the image or the video that goes with this? 
Um, and yeah. so if I already have the videos and images, right, then all I have to do is write the captions or all I have to do is pull the captions out of Pod Squeeze and just reformat them a little bit um, and just be able to really improve our workflow. So I, I love that. So what do you see, what are you seeing in the, in your industry now that is important for us to really kind of pay attention to as business owners, as podcasters, or even as tech founders? Because um, I want to make sure that everyone who's listening to this, because you're, you know, your journey definitely from, you know, already dropped a lot of information about making sure that you get that minimal vial product out there, making sure you test it with your audience first. Don't go all in on something until your audience tells you that that's something that they want. What is something that you are seeing as a business owner that is really kind of um, that you're paying attention to that you think is going to help you to really kind of um, take pod squeeze to the next level? Um, for pod squeeze, it's just um, right now it's just implementing the, the normal UX UI process. So just listening to your users. Uh, iterate very fast, see what people say about the new features, try to improve what you have. Um, so that's the that's going to be our natural path for pot squeeze. But as a as a an entrepreneur, what I've learned from this journey is really to build fast, ship fast and see see what it sticks. For example, you were mentioning that you when you received our cold email, that was a little bit different than the other cold emails. You actually paid attention, and that is that is something that um, was very revealing to us because for the first time people were actually thanking us for sending cold emails to people, which was okay. This is weird. Normally people would um, just you know uh, insult us. Now people just you know are thanking for receiving these these cold emails, and th this was um, what we needed to to conclude that we should spend more time with bot squeeze like this these different ins like people actually cared for this product and most of the time um people just ignore what you do because your product is not it doesn't have product market fit so the main goal for an entrepreneur at least for me now and for my for my partner for my colleague um is is really to if we are going to create a new product you should just build it very fast ship it very fast and pay attention to these to these ins around you and if people are thanking for the, your cold emails, if people are, even if your minimum viable product is a little bit buggy, if people are trying to help you to resolve the, those bugs and are really investing in, in your in your prototype, that probably means that you you have a winning product. So if you don't see anything of any, anything of, of that happening in like the first one or two weeks or three weeks, you probably don't need to spend too much time on that product. Just kill it and move on. And I think this is really the the best formula. I know it's there's no formula for a successful business, but if there's one, this is probably it. There, I, I I've even found um a way for people to brainstorm products easier. So um normally when you start a new idea, the idea is to to build a product that solves people's problems. That's it. Okay, so let's investigate what are some people's problems. Try to come up with a solution. But if you, but what I what I've been learning is that more than solving people's problems is solving people's boredom. So what you what you can do is going to ChatGPT and ask, for example, uh, give me like the most boring. I know you are a marketeer, like you you work with Facebook ads. You can simply ask ChatGPT something like, 
give me the list of the most boring tasks that marketeers that work with Facebook ads have. And, and PostQuiz will give you a list of, of boring tasks. And okay, from that list, what's the absolutely most boring task of them all? And, and GPT will give you a very boring task. If you can come up with a product that solves that very boring task, you probably have a winning product. And then you, you, you create that product in two weeks, you create a prototype, you share it on Reddit, and you see if people are interested in that. If they are, if they are not, uh, you kill it. If they are just, you know, you probably have a winning product. And that's going, from now on, that's, that's going to be our formula, basically. And that's what I recommend people to do. Yeah, I love that. That's such great advice, you know, like build it fast, ship it fast, and really kind of wait, listen to that feedback. And really kind of figure out where your audience is, who your who your audience is, all that kind of stuff. Um, I know that for sure, Pod Squeeze definitely solves a problem for us over at, in my business, which was, you know, spending a lot of time writing these show notes. We post a podcast every week. And so, you know, and as we grow, we get busier, right? Like there are things that, you know, yeah. when, when I had first started my other podcast, I had a whole lot of time. Now I have, you know, don't have as much time, but I still, you know, value my podcast and people love it and people are always talking about it. And we've actually even integrated AI into our course, to so our, our course maximized with ads, um, mm -hmm. because that's one of the things I found was that people don't, they... And for me, it's really important for people to plan out your campaign, write really good copy and create video ads. Because I believe video ads are definitely a great way to stand out. And so we took um, AI and we took ChatGPT and we're like, okay, let's get some prompts together for people so that they can write their copy faster. They can plan the actual campaigns out and they can actually create video scripts. And so we're always trying to find ways to figure out like, how can we make this process of running Facebook ads a lot easier for people? Because that sometimes is the, the messy piece is that, the setup is the part that kind of slows people down or the part that they really want to skip. Um, and that's why people are boosting posts and things like that. Cause it's like, Oh, this is easy. Let me just go ahead and boost a post, even though it's a waste yeah. of money. Um, so yeah, so I love that. So I definitely recommend if you are a podcaster out there and you really want to figure out how to make your podcast a little bit lighter, a little bit lighter of a lift, like, yes, we're going to still have to record and all those kinds of things. But if you can make that back end piece of it a little easier by inserting tools like pod squeeze to help you to get these show notes, get the social media captions, it even gives you titles and stuff like that, y'all. So if you are someone who doesn't come up with your titles till the end of your podcast, like me, like I will record first and then I couple for the title because I have a topic and outline and things like that. But I'm like, what is the title? <laughs> um, mm -hmm, and yeah. so it even gives you titles, it gives you blog posts, it gives you newsletters, all that kind of good stuff. So I am definitely also an affiliate of PodSqueeze. So I definitely recommend that if you are a podcaster, you want to integrate this into your workflow, or even if you're an agency, right? Because I do have um, some colleagues who do have podcast agencies and you're having to write show notes for people and all that kind of good stuff. I definitely recommend you check out PodSqueeze. You can actually get started for free. So head over to my link, stacyzeal.co slash PodSqueeze. That's my affiliate link. Um, and you'll be able to go ahead and start the start to uh, start the program for free. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Before we get out of here, tell everybody where they can find you, how they can connect with PodSqueeze, um, anything that you want to kind of uh, leave us with. Yeah, so people can access PodSqueeze at PodSqueeze.com. Um, <clears throat> recently, we've started to invest a little bit more time on our social media, but it is still, it, our Instagram is still very young. So, but we are going to, um, upload content regularly. Actually, one of one of our projects for PodSqueeze right now is to create like a learning center. We have already created three books, um, which we are going to repurpose and of course transform into Instagram posts and blog posts. 
So if people want to to get more tips, even even tips on how to take the most out of PodSqueeze, how to take the most of, out of their show notes and all the content we produce at PodSqueeze, uh, they can follow us on, on Instagram. And we are all always open for, for discussion and, and to hear people's ideas if they want to reach out to us through email or on our support chat. We are always there. So send us a message. If they have feedback, just let us know. We, we are always adding feedback to our backlog. So we are always happy to hear any ideas and, and share share any any ideas. Awesome. Awesome. Well y'all, y'all heard it. Yeah. If you if you are a podcaster and you're really looking for ways to improve your workflow, definitely check out Pod Squeeze. My affiliate link is going to be in the show notes. Again, that's stacyzale.co slash pod squeeze, but you can go to the show notes of this episode and grab that link. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for coming on the show. We're going to go ahead and leave it here. I'll see y'all next week for another episode and make sure that you are following the show. So you don't miss any episodes. Make sure that you leave us a review because reviews help us to reach more people and to get this message across a, a lot more um, listeners. So thanks so much. y'all. I'll catch y'all on the next episode. OMG, that episode was packed with gems. Are you ready for more? Head over to stacyzeal.co slash podcast to get the show notes and to sign up to get our top five podcast episodes to help you streamline your marketing so you can make this your million dollar year. Head over to stacyzeal.co slash podcast.